Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome to Woo Nation Uncensored. I'm Mark Madden, XWCW. Joining me as always, he is the 16-time World Heavyweight Champion. He is the greatest athlete ever to walk the face of God's green earth. Let's bring on the nature boy, Ric Flair. Nature. Tell good morning. Is. How are you guys? Doing good, doing good. And uh, we got a surprise for you right off the bat. Matt Cardona, the artist formerly known as Zack Ryder, he's the defending NWA World Champion. He retained his title in a match that finished via DQ against Nick Aldis last night at the Crockett Cup event. And here's what he wore. Let's check, let's check out his robe. Wow, nice. That looks familiar, doesn't it? It does. What, uh, what, do, you re, do you trace that robe for you to an event, or is that just kind of a combination? Let, 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 of a... let me see it again. No, it's, it's nice, though. It's very well done. Remember the Crockett Cup, the original one in the of NWA? Course. That was a big event, wasn't it? Yeah, a huge in Baltimore. And that Every managed year. and that managed to make tag teams, didn't it? Like you'd bring in yeah. different tag teams or unite tag teams, and they kind of took off. Yep, exactly. And took you brought them all over the country. And you were a uh, obviously in the main event of, of of if I'm not mistaken, all of those as world champion, but yep. but the but the emphasis was on the tag teams for one night. Yes. First night total. Yeah, it was a tournament. Then, you know, the last night you defended the title. Yep. And that drew a crowd, didn't it? That was a, a big house. So about both nights. 14,000 people Baltimore. You know, with all the tickets sold to all the events today, to think that an event back then could sell out back-to-back nights, I mean, it's not WrestleMania, but it's no. pretty impressive. Very impressive. Yep, we did every year. Now, Rick, the new series drops this week. It's called WWE Evil. Evil. And it profiles some of the great heels in the wrestling business. Let's assume you're the best heel ever, which I think is true. Who's right there with you? Who are one, two, three names that you think stand alongside you as the best heels ever? Hmm. Well, you know, I've, I've got to start with Roddy Piper. There was a period of time where Roddy was, was hot as anybody in the business. Uh, and he was entertaining, but he, he wasn't afraid of heat. He got it. You know what I mean? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, it's being a, being a heel now and it's at a whole different time because it's, it's just, uh, I don't think the guys have the freedom to, to be a heel. Does that make sense? That they, we used to have, you know, just, just, I think just conduct wise and I, I, mean, you know, I guess what if, if I was considered great, what made me great was the fact that everything I said I did. <laughs> but I mean, of, of that group of people right there, I mean, Rand, Randy's a hell of a heel. 
rolling the hell we kill right now. I mean, they're all very good. You know who I think they're going to be amazed with who I think they're going to really have a great, I'm, I'm dying to see it because I'm a big fan of Stephanie McMahon. She, oh, the she, episode on Stephanie, right. Yeah, she is a badass, man. I mean, I, I love her in that character. I loved her with, with the authority, but I, anytime you go back to the feuds with her, like Vicky Guerrero or just different people over the years, she could be a badass. She's her dad. Her dad is a hell of a heel. Good Lord. Who, who's the better heel, Vince or Stephanie? Oh, just because it's meaner. You got, you got to go with the. Uh, you got to go with the. Uh, but it's it, close. It's close. Yeah, it's, and, but Stephanie could man, she could turn it on. I mean, I, I, I mean, I used to text her all the time. I hear this shit's too good. <laughs> well, Nate, you brought up a good point a moment ago, where you said that it's a different environment to be heel today than it was in your era. Back in your era, a heel could go over the top. He could occasionally go what would now be considered too far. Whereas today the heels try to sell merchandise and boy, that's a big difference. It's not only sell merchandise, but they're forced to get along with the public. They're forced because of social media to be nice. That was not the case in my day. No, I, I was witness to that on, <laughs> uh, on more than one occasion. We'll get to that in a second. We, we all shake hands with buyers now and he'll be able that's so much. No, not so much. And, and <laughs> Hit the rolling. Tell your story walking. What What are you talking about? I've seen you do that relatively recently. <laughs> well, only made it there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny. Great minds must think alike because the first uh, name that comes to mind for me for all-time great heels besides Ric Flair is Roddy Piper. Yeah. And that especially goes for his first heel run in WWE. When he got there. Yeah. They had never seen anything like him, I no, don't think. No. Yeah, entertainment. Um, and Ronnie was out there, but he was always thinking. He put a lot of thought into his work and what it had to, and he thought a lot about what he wanted to do. And I, you know, I, I'm pretty secure in saying that he argued with Vince every day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty secure with that comment. Yeah, but boy, what what a heel, what a career. Yeah. I, I miss Roddy every day, I know. So do we all do. Yeah, yeah, and some heels are so good, Nate, they become cheered. That's happened to you. Is that good or bad, and how do you avoid that? Well, it's good because they, they're, they're cheering you out of respect because you're so good. Sometimes you just exhaust them by being so good. Um, Randy Orton is a, is a, is a when he, Randy, when they're, Letting him just be Randy Orton. Randy Orton was a pretty badass heel. You know, well, he reminds me of you, Rick. Is whenever you started to get cheered, you always found a way to do something to bring him back the other way. And yeah. I think Randy does that too all the time. Yeah, but he's a he's a he's a, he's a tweener now. So you know he's, a, he's halfway caught up in the entertainment role. But uh, when the Viper, when, when the when the Viper is being the Viper, he's He's, he's as good as anybody. Nate, I hate that tweener stuff. I know you do too. Yeah. I, I, I'm old school. But I mean, doesn't mean I don't respect the people that are in that position. I just, uh, I'll tell you who else could be a hell of a heel with Sean Michaels. Oh, my God. Yeah. She, Sean was great. Now, what's most important when it comes to being a good heel? Work or promos? 
Both. Okay, both. You, got, you, you, you got to be able to do both. Uh, n- neither more important than the other. Then, uh, no. I, yeah. I, I, obviously, I think the work is important, but man, you got to be able to piss them off, talk and go. Kind oh no, no question. I would have said promos, but but one point about the work is I see some guys doing heel promos, but not really working his heels, and it dilutes their attempt. Absolutely. I can name, no sense naming him, but it's a it's fact. You've got to be, you've got to stay in that character for, in public, wherever you go. I mean, because that, as much as we traveled back then, and as visible as we were, people saw us every day. And, and obviously, you know, for, for a child or, you know, or a good looking chick, it would be nice. But, <laughs> 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 Actually, I've seen you with kids where it didn't go so great either, but, but yeah. Uh, only, i tell you what upsets me is when parents bring their kids out at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yep, yep. And, he, and use them as an example. And we assign, we assign to my son, it's 2 a.m., put your put your children to bed, come on. I, I, I have lost it a couple of times over that. And and I don't like it, and I've been with you when this happened, I just don't like it when ki- parents bring kids into a bar. Exactly. Like, not a restaurant, but a I bar hate, bar. I hate it. Yeah, it's too much. Now, you've touched on this before, but working as a heel and as a baby face is completely different, or at least it should be. How much did your work change uh, from heel to baby face? Well, I'm just a, I, I was very limited. I didn't have the I didn't have the skill level of being a baby face. That's just that's just that's history. That's the truth. I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I mean, I was a really, really good heel because it didn't require a lot of stuff. I can do a lot of stuff to guys. I just had a, you know, I, I think most of my heat came from talking, but I, I could also perform at a high level. But it's not because I had 18,000 moves. I wasn't as technically gifted as a guy like Brad Burris. Uh, but I could talk. I mean, I, 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 got, I got so much heat before I got the rings as talking to the marks. Now, now, and don't take this the wrong way, Rick. Let me just no, give it an evaluation. Yeah, but I, I thought where your work didn't lend itself to being a good baby face, mm-hmm. you didn't have a lot of moves that, that blew off a comeback very well. Exactly. With the baby face, the comeback's everything, isn't it? Everything. everything. Oh, I know more than I thought, I guess. No, it's everything because, well, the comeback, you want to know what my boss, what I could never find a heel to work with me the way I worked with them. Well, I mean, that's I, asking I've, a lot. I've, I've been saying that for years. I could never find a feel to work with me the way I work with him, except uh, maybe a hunter. Did, did he come the closest? Yeah, a hunter always said me great. Um, oh, and it's only Randy, but I have to remember, I'm, shit, I'm 40 years older than Randy, 30, 32 years older than Randy, or 33, and uh, 20 years older than hunter. So I was never, I, I wasn't in that position. Um, it's like when Rodney and I worked, I, we both wanted to be the heel. We never had good matches. We had <laughs> average, we had average matches, but it just, uh, well, that, that's a good point. When you came to WWE, mm-hmm. your first feud was with Roddy. Yeah. It stunk. And, and well, it didn't stink. The promos were great. Well, the promo was when he was a babe face, but wanted right, to work like a heel. And he just didn't prefer it. And you could tell. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, 
obviously you preferred working as a heel because your style is better equipped, but mentally you preferred being a heel, right? It's more fun. Absolutely. What Absolutely. makes it more fun? Uh, for me, it's making the audience mad, making people believe you're really, really, you're really hurting somebody. You know, which happens sometimes anyway, but you've got to be able to be me. You got to just you know, turn your, turn your wheel in a different direction and just ignore. You almost got to make it real. Especially with the interaction of the referee and that, I mean, they're, if you're really that mad, 184 referees not going to push you around like a flyweight, you know what I mean? And I always struggle that I would tell the referee, you know, fight me. I mean, I'm not going to resist you, but make it look like you're fighting me. Pull my hair to get me off of what I mean, anything. You have to make it look real. I'll tell a, you what, though. A, a referee is a very important part of the match. Oh, no question. And Tommy Young and you, it was the like best. you were dancing out there. And the sometimes best. when you bumped for him, it was one of the biggest pops of the night. Exactly. Yep. No, and it, I, people didn't like that, but, you know, you're out there for an hour, man. You're out there to entertain. And I didn't want to wait to have a minute off. Oh, I think when you guys would push each other and you'd bump for Tommy, I mean, you did that in some of your most famous matches, like the Steamboat matches, and, and it, it, it took the roof off. Well, I, I would do it like go after Steamboat had to figure for me. Right. So it's logical that Tommy, anybody could push me. My legs are weak if they're hurt. It was logical. A lot of people didn't see it like that, but you've had to figure four out here for a minute and a half or two minutes, and you pull yourself up in a rope when you turn around and push the referee out of frustration, and he pushes you to take a bump. If anybody push forward, if if you know how to work, if now, you know how to work, <laughs> well, well, you did. And uh, what? Uh, how does the Booker know when it's time to turn somebody? And can you be turned too often? I can think of a few people that have gone back and forth too frequently. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, be turned too often. And what? And, 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 you only get, you know, only the real good ones can pull it off over a period of time. How does the booker know when it's time? Well, the booker knows when it's time, sometimes out of necessity because there's an injury on the other side, or maybe just, they end up realizing they're just fighting, uh, you're fighting the crowd, you're fighting the reaction, you're, you're dealing with this only, it, it just needs to be working the other direction or working the other way. Is there any heel who never worked babyface? I know Steamboat never worked heel, but uh, can you think of anybody who never worked babyface ever? No. Did only ever work babyface? Oh yeah. Okay. I I I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I lived over. We were well, not really babyface, but uh, yeah, the Andersons never worked babyface. Only and Jane, no, they did not. But but I think Ole might have as a single with some. Oh wait, no, hold it. Uh, what am I what am I thinking about? When uh, when the horseman turned on Ole and kicked him out, he was kind of a baby face for a short yeah. time, wasn't he? Yeah, I guess he was. So nobody cared. Yeah, he, he, he more he more limited. Ole was more limited than I was. <laughs> no, no, seriously, he had his shoulders were bad. He had a right. hard time. He had a hard time punching. I'm talking about physical because of physical injuries. Right. Now, um. Did consistently being a heel ever take its toll mentally? You know, did, was there ever a time you tired of all the abuse and all the heat and outside the ring, especially back in, in, in the NWA days? Never. You loved it? Loved it. 
What? Why'd you love it? Go talk about that. Bad, 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 bad boys that make us feel so good. <laughs> Did Bobby Roe ever want to be a baby face? No, and he never was. <laughs> yeah, but he, after a while he was because of how good he was. You know what I mean? He was always a baby face in Detroit and Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, uh, I'm the road, but it, it was just, some guys are just, have got that switch. And, and it's the same way in every, it almost the same way in, in all sports. You know, some guys that just, just are pricks. And if, if that makes him a heel, it makes him a heel. Yeah, but but I I know what you mean, but you were a, a great guy outside the ring, and to my experience, and Bobby Probert was a great guy off the rink. Yes, yeah. I know, no, but I'm just saying it. But, you know, at the same time, the, it, the, your, the era dictated the conduct, the conduct of, you know, the way you could read it and interact with the fans. It was, I liked it when it was a fight to get back and forth to the ring. I, you, that, that's when you knew you had heat. When the people, uh, when the people are trying to touch you, reach out, whether it even if it's to try and whack you, it's, it's a lot more exciting. Oh, no question. One of the earliest examples I can, I can remember that was when I was literally a kid in age and Zabisco turned on Bruno up here in, in WWF, the old territory. Yes. And I remember I went to the match where Zabisco fought Bruno the first time. Mm -hmm. And literally, it took him 10 minutes to get to and from the ring. Larry. Yeah, Larry. Wow. It was unbelievable how much they hated him. It was just, huh. it was great, but it was unbelievable. And to be honest, he was a young guy then. Yeah. And you could tell looking for him. I mean, he handled it well. And it was the biggest break of his career. Yeah. But, but initially, it was maybe more than he bargained for, you know? Yeah, I, I didn't get to see any of it, but I, I don't was heated. Now, uh. You know who was an amazing heel is Bob Backlund. For a guy who never worked as a heel for years and years and years and years, and suddenly he came back, went heel, he was tremendous. God, I don't, I don't remember that. With WWE? Yeah. yeah, remember he came back in the suit and he and he beat Brett for the title when Owen threw the towel in. I, I know song you read. I missed all that. Yeah, he was, he was incredible. And he was just this white bread baby face. You had a match with him. That was a... Two. World champion versus Backlund. World champion versus world I, champion, I had right? Two of them, yeah. How were those? How what kind of a worker was he with you? I was okay. The matches weren't very good. Then it, it, and the lads that it, it, they had no idea who Bob Backlund was. And it's tough when it's gonna everybody knows it's not gonna be a decisive finish, right? Exactly. exactly. Now, uh, I want to talk about some of the other heels profile in this series. Uh one episode's about when Hogan turned and joined and formed really the NWO. Uh, I wasn't sure he wanted to do it, but boy, it worked out pretty good. No, I absolutely did. Yeah. Were you surprised he did it? Um, no, I think it was time for a change for him. And um, he'd kind of got, he'd run out of opponents. Um, you know, I mean, I could only wrestle him so many times. So, um, yeah, I think it worked out great for him. And I think that, uh, he really enjoyed that run. I know that Kevin and Scott, they, well, I wish they would have just kept it to the three of them, which I, well, I like Walker too. I wish it would have just kept it to the four of them. Right. But, you know, what, 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 when the three of them and the four were together, they were great. I think the most sense the NWO ever made was those four guys plus Ted DiBiase as the, as the manager, as the owner. It really did look like the invading army then. Yeah, exactly. Although you, you mentioned last week when we talked about Scott Hall's passing, I mean, Kevin Scott, I mean, 
not knocking Hogan, but Kevin Scott, they got the most heat initially and maybe the most heat, period. I think so, too. I agree. Hulk, Hulk was the, 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 the frosting on top of the cake. Uh, let's say he stays babyface and feuds with the NWO uh, at that point. Or or maybe he turns back babyface later and feuds with the NWO. How would that have worked? Well, I, think, I, I don't think it would have been fair to the NWO, to Scott and Kevin to, to be, they wouldn't have beat Hulk as a babyface. That makes sense? That's right. That's it, right. It, it would have been the end of a run. So uh, it was better off to keep them healed. They were, they were really over his heels. When the moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or are just getting started, having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment when the moment comes. Even though you are far from ordinary, the truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys aged 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. Go to GetRoman.com slash Flair right now to speak to U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. ED is more common than most people think. In fact, 52% of men, can you imagine that? Between the ages of 40 and 70, who I'll be 73 will experience some form of ED. The benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect your partner and rediscover the joy of sex. Roman Ready is confidence personified. It is a self-assurance that comes from knowing you prepared yourself for the moment when intimacy arrives. That's Teletum Nation. Roman's system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos on labels or packages. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash Flair today. And if you're prescribed, get 15 bucks off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. Woo! Now, The Miz is featured, and he, he's a great heel, and it seems like that's who he really is. I've met him, I've interviewed him, and, and boy, his real-life persona is not far from what he is on TV. Uh, I just totally disagree. Really? Mike is the nicest kid in the world. No, no, he's, you see, you're misinterpreting. When I've interviewed him, I've enjoyed it, but just his his nature, his cockiness, his his projection is, is very similar. I guess, yeah. I I just... I, I don't I don't think of him as being a mean guy. I think of, I just think of him as being a very talented guy that puts as much time and thought into his work as anybody I've ever seen. Do you think he's a great heel? I think he's a I think he's a great talent. So you don't think he's a hardcore heel like well then again that's the difference in the eras I suppose. I think he's a great talent that's had an amazing career. But I don't, I don't, I just, uh, there's just little things that, that he, that you, he has, and he's little things, he's such a nice guy that he has, I don't think he's capable of feeling inside what his likes and really want to, he to beat the crap out of somebody. You think, look at Roddy Piper and Jimmy Slugger. I mean, you see what I'm saying? And it, they didn't have the best match in the world, but it really looked like Piper was trying to jump Slugger. 
Yeah, Mike, Mike has just had a great, I mean, Miz has just had a fabulous career. But, and he'll, he'll, he will always be considered a great entertainer, but both ways. I mean, he, 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 he has the capability of doing, uh, of being equally good on both sides of it. Now, they also profiled Sasha Banks. I see her as a baby face and your daughter, Charlotte, as a heel. Not that Sasha isn't a good heel, but to me, that's the dream matchup. No, that has been forever. Steamboat and Flair. But Steamboat is Sasha Flair. a better heel or a baby face? Well, I like you. I like her as a baby face, but she's a damn good heel, too, boy. Now, you remember, Sasha, yeah, can really, they really, you know, look at the people, they look at me and stick it up your ass, everybody. I'm that hot. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. that good. And, then, and she can carry. She has that air about her that makes her, make, makes her just fantastic. She can, the, like, the nice thing about her, she can go either way, as can Charlotte. You know, it but strikes Char me. Charlotte beats me in a baby face. Yeah, once, that's. Once you've been a heel, it, it's hard to go back. Um, and where Charlotte has just really, really found herself now, I've got to help her leave her alone for a while. Yeah, me too. And it strikes me, Nate, that maybe we like Sasha better as a baby face because it matches up so well with Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've had phenomenal match, guys. You know, people forget too fast how some of the matches they've had. It's been amazing. I mean, uh, Sasha Banks can really go. No question. No question. Now, we talked about Randy Orton a bit before. And uh, I think his work as a heel is incredible. His timing is yeah, just... Look at that. There's Randy Orton. <laughs> there, there's the Viper. Yeah, that look, right? That B look. Best physique, 6'4", 250, that look. Every, when, they, when they let that character, which they have way of the scene in a while, work that guy is the best. Well, his heel timing is tremendous, too. He knows just what to yeah. do, when to, when to do it, when to say it. And, and, you know, there's some stuff that's been booked for him, and I know he has great input on what he does. Like when he punted you in the head, yeah, that, that just took him way over the top as a heel again. Every time you think he can't go further, he does, and I think yeah. that's a big part of being a great heel. Yeah. I know it also ended my career. Well, well, no, no, no. <laughs> that, now, hold it. That was when you came back. Your career had already been over. You were with <laughs> And screw him and Edge and that concerto shit. You know who's a really hot heel right now is Edge. No question. No shit. Edge is on fire right now. He's not featured in this documentary, but you think of Edge as being this nice, quiet guy. They could be either way, right? But his interviews have been intense, and he's hot as shit right now. I know, I know, I know we're talking about evil, but he, he, he will be, he's already great. He's just getting greater. Well, now, isn't that match kind of heel versus heel with him and AJ? No. I mean, I guess they've turned AJ, but I still think, I mean, it's been a short time, relatively speaking. AJ is one of the greatest baby faces that ever worked. I think he's a better baby face than a heel, and I think he's a great heel, too. Yeah, I just said it. He's a, he's a real good heel, but he's one of the greatest baby faces of all time. What makes him that? Skill. He loaded with skill. Yeah, he really is. And, and, he, and he can, when he wants to be soft and mellow, portray himself, we can, you know, figure it out about, which he really is in real life, a very humble guy. It, it, it's very, he's very, very likable. Well, like, 
hearkening back to something you said a bit ago, Nate. AJ really has that baby face arsenal with his work. Oh my he? God, he can do anything, that, that, anything. It, well, and his comebacks are unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely, because he can do anything. You reminds me of me in my heyday. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> that, but he, he's real good. He's real good. <laughs> I wish that if I could have just drop kick anything. <laughs> now, now, hold it. You never tried a drop kick? I think you did it once, right? Oh, I know when I, I, I could run to the guy and jump and hit him, but I couldn't stand there flat footed and drop kick anybody except in a knee. <laughs> And, and finally, they talk about Roman Reigns in the evil documentary, yeah. uh, who I thought should have been turned heel before he was, but once it happened, it hit really big. Yeah, he's got Roman. There's three things that people hate. They hate arrogance. They hate guys that are so damn good looking that they can be as arrogant as they want. And then when you have a skill that Roman does, you're really going to piss people off. <laughs> And he, obviously, he, he pisses the guys off in a locker room. <laughs> Does he really? How so? No, I mean, I'd be facetious, but, you know, when guys like Roller Reigns come around once, God, I can't think of the last time that a guy is good looking as Roller. Me. Right. Yeah, he's as handsome as I was 35 years ago. <laughs> now, you see, I think, that, I think that's a legitimate comparison. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, too, though, he doesn't have a lot of big arsenals of bad face either. So he he, he better as a heel. I love him as a heel. They, the longer they let him rumble like that, I mean, he, he's cool. Well, I thought it was good they put Heyman with him. I'm yeah. not sure he needs Heyman anymore, but I think Heyman was a great ignition for him being a heel and obviously still an important part of the act. Absolutely. I think Paul does a great job with him. Yeah, Heyman was that over heel. You know, he, oh, he no. was like, hey, he, he was got the kind of heat Bobby Eden would get, but he, he, he doesn't wrestle. Yeah, but, and he barely bumps, but boy, he's something. Yeah, I think yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he is great. What, what? You think Heenan's number one? Hear that, Paul, you owe me. You owe me, buddy. Tired <laughs> of talking about how good you are. Interview-wise, interview-wise, Paul, you're still number two. Behind Bobby? No. Oh, right, one. I'm talking <laughs> I thought you meant, well, you know what? Being number two for promos behind Ric Flair ain't a bad place to be. Well, that's just my opinion. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's fact. That's not opinion, but, but, uh, is Bobby so, uh, still the number, uh, huh? is Bob, Bobby still the number one manager for heat? Oh God, Bobby, he, yes. Uh, yeah. Only because he could work. Cornette was really good too, but they don't, Jim, Jim didn't work, but Cornette could give up and he too. Yeah, but Bobby Heenan, because he could incorporate his work, which was fantastic. Bobby Heenan was a great worker. People forget about that. Now, uh, I want to talk about The Rock real quick, because when The Rock started out, he was a babyface, but he was a hated babyface. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it was weird that a guy who started out with the fans totally rejecting him became arguably the biggest star ever. No, I don't think he's even arguing. I mean, basically the biggest star and cross-graphic appeal in the world at, it, at everything. Was it, I mean, it turned out to not be tough for him to recover from that, but that was a rocky beginning, no pun intended. Yeah, I, I didn't know him that well back then. I mean, I knew him from, you know, being working with his dad. I actually met him when he was like 12 years old. Um, I've got that picture right here. Um, but, um, 
No, but he liked, you know, I, I could tell he liked the bling and all that too. And so it just, he was a little bit conflicted on which way to go, but he found his groove and when he did, got unbelievable. Rick, uh, this this evil series, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. The clips I've seen, Me the too. stuff about you, it, it it looks like a very, like uh, WWE's always done good series like this, but this seems like it might be even a, a step above. Yeah, I, uh, to me, I've, I've always seen a little bit of it, but I'm dying to see it. That's when the people, this is an opportunity, again, for me, and, and, and I'm thankful for the WWE for that moment, for the opportunity for me to show, to show the world who I was. Do you and, think and, you? And, and, and every man, every wrestler wants that opportunity. Yeah, so I've, I've been very lucky. The 30 for 30 did it, but I anticipate this to be just as good. Do you think when everybody's seen every episode of Evil that Ric Flair will be the most evil of them all? Um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident with that. I'm pretty confident <laughs> with that. I am too. I am too, believe me. Now, uh, a couple things oh, happened. Oh, but it's only because I had a lot more practice. Does that make sense? Uh, I think you're, I, I don't know that that had much to do with it. I think if, uh, I think everybody, I think everybody at their most evil isn't as evil as Ric Flair. No, I've got four wives that agree with you. <laughs> Where are you? I don't know. Be a Ric Flair. <laughs> well, that's a full-time job. Now, um... <laughs> you better own me. You should know. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Oh, believe me. I've, I've eavesdropped on a few of those calls. <laughs> in fact, I seem to recall you put my... Put me on the phone briefly with wife number two in the middle of one of those. Yeah, I sure did. Where is so, he, but <laughs> I don't know. He was right here a minute ago. Uh, now, uh, a big a big event in the NCAA with, with wrestling. Gable Stevenson yeah. won Olympic gold uh, prior, and he just won his second NCAA national championship. He then retired from that type of wrestling, and he's already signed by WDB, how would you start him out? Because clearly he'll, he's going to show up pretty soon. Well, I don't think he's had much opportunity. To, I know he's been in the power plant, or not power plant, to the... Uh, performance uh, center. Performance center. Um, but I wouldn't think with the way he's had to uh, condition it and uh, prepare for the, not only the Olympics, but the NCAA and all that. Um, plus another year of collegiate wrestling. I, I think that he... Um, I don't know what I would do. I, I I wouldn't let him do anything until he was really good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give him. You know. I wouldn't. I myself. If I was in charge of this, I would spend a year building building. You know, because you just can't learn overnight. The only guy I've ever seen we talk about all the time. The learner overnight is Kurt Angle. Yep. But I you know. I, I and I'm not saying that, that Gable can't. Uh, that he doesn't have that ability. I don't know. But Kurt is a different kind of cat. So I was a different kind of cat than the amateur wrestler. So they both have achieved the same same thing. Two NCAA uh, titles and a gold medal. And so, you know, there'll, there'll always be that comparison. That's why I would be careful with Gable. 
and make sure that he was in a place that he wanted to be in. I agree with I that. Mean, but when you know, that, that he is comfortable with when he when he very comfortable in the um uh, in the ring before he before he um uh, debuts. Now, when you say it 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 uh it take a year, would you have him on TV during that year? Work yes. with him off TV for that year. You you wouldn't show him until a year from now. I I'd have to make appearances on TV. Okay, but but not doing I, I, much. I, I just... would keep his face there a lot. Yeah. What about the idea where he could like do squash matches occasionally? I mean, where he wouldn't have to do much, but you get him out there. Yeah, well, they just if he was good at it, I mean, I don't, I have, I'd have to fork. I even could answer this and give you an opinion. I have to see what he's capable of. Yeah, I know we're assuming a lot, but I think it's easy to assume a lot. He's got the size. He's got oh, the look. Yeah. He has the amateur background. How big could he be, Nate? What's your prediction? Um. Well, he could be huge, but I remember we haven't heard him talk yet. Right? No, there's a lot of factors. You're right. Yeah, I, it's, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to label him something and be unfair to him, because uh, when you are as successful as he is, he's going to be measured uh, against Kurt Angle. Yeah, the comparison is that is unavoidable. It, it just about, is. And one thing about Kurt, I want to mention too: before Kurt came to wrestling and embraced it. Yeah. And did so well at it. A lot of the successful amateur wrestlers treated pro wrestling like it smelled bad. I think Kurt not only came in and did great, but I think he changed the attitude of the guys who came after him as blue chip amateur wrestlers. I I could agree with that. Yep. Because remember how it used to be? Heck, we had, what was that one guy's name that gave you a hard time at the Dapper Dan dinner? The guy who won the gold medal. Remember him? Uh, Blatnick, Jeff Blatnick. Yeah. And then I cut a promo on him, and he got mad at me instead. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, he just, what can you do here in a professional setting? Um, but, you know, who's Jeff Blatnick now? Well, exactly right. Now, I mean, I, so, I, 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 don't think he, I don't think anything away from him, but who is he? Right, no question. Well, and that's the difference between the two genres. I mean, yeah. I, I respect the hell out of the amateur wrestlers. Yeah. And, and, you know, but I mean, once they're done with college and the Olympics, they're done. There's yep. nowhere to go exactly. unless they go the path of Kurt Angle. Exactly. You know, there's a kid from Pittsburgh named Spencer Lee Rick at Iowa. Uh-huh. Who's, who's won, like, I think three or four national titles in the smaller weight classes. And I don't know if he would ever pursue professional wrestling, but then again, the lighter guy, that's kind of an uphill battle. But boy, is he good. And charismatic. He's just unbelievable. Oh, I, I, I've heard the name. I've not seen him wrestle. I, I usually watch that tournament. I watched maybe, you know, maybe two or three hours of this weekend when it was hired up against the NCAA basketball tournament. Well, he, he's really good. And I, I, I hope he finds a way to, 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 to use his talent moving forward. And by the way, how about Penn State won their ninth NCAA yeah. National Wrestling Team Championship in 11 years? That's incredible. Gable, Gable Sanderson, right? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, that, well, that they transferred the flag from Iowa and Iowa State to Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, there's a report that Cody Rhodes has signed a contract with WWE, which I think was inevitable. How would you debut him? Should he show up at WrestleMania, or would you wait? I'd have him show up, show up at WrestleMania. What would you have him do? Just show up, or get involved, or I, I, I'd. Try to think out loud for, for Vince McMahon is, is impossible, but 
And Cody's a really good talker. And I'd have him, I'd have to go out there, just say what it takes from there. And, so, so, and he'd, be, he'd be very well received. Oh, his, no his, question. His, his, dad, his dad and his, now, you know, the fact he's really, you know, pulled his dad legacy, uh, um, it, it, you know, in full, the full circle back and back with WWE and, you know, his dad being such a big star so many years. I think he walked out the door in Texas where his dad is from Austin and, uh, just as, you know, dressed up, which he, he, he's in the clothes, which I like, you know, I'm a big fan of that. Just stands there and said, now I had to learn where I, where, you know, he did something really, I, 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 I'd make him the hottest goddamn heel in the country. You bring him in as a heel? Yes. Yep. Can I have up? I, yeah, I well, you know, you know, actually, what I would do, actually, I would listen to what the crowd said when he walked out of me. That would be my opinion. I, I, I would say, Vince, I would say, walk out there, let her breathe through it, and say what you think. That would never be the case, but that's what I would, let the crowd tell what they think. Well, I, I have no idea if Cody which, should which, be. Which is the way the business should be, absolutely. I mean, to me, let, listen yes. to the crowd. I used to tell the guys all the time, I cannot tell you what I'm going to do out there until I hear the crowd. What do I, how do I want to start? I said, I'll tell you when I get to the ring. I've ever that, had that argument a hundred times. Let me hear what the crowd's doing. Then I'll tell you what we're going to do. Well, I don't know if Cody should be babyface or heel. I kind of like the way you would approach it. But I think he's got to be pushed big because A, he's great. And B, a lot of people in AEW are going to be watching and if Cody, you know, gets pushed, and if he gets treated good, people who might want to come from AEW to WWE might take that into consideration. Oh, I'm I'm very confident the fact he's going to be pushed for a hard, and I don't see that even being an issue. But once again, I think a determining factor on what they want to do with him would be to walk out in a state where his dad was born and raised. 60 miles from where, 80 miles from where, you know, Dusty was, you know, lived. Um, and I would just let the crowd tell me what's going on. I've always wondered what the most value is when a wrestling promotion gets a new guy. Is it surprise value, which gets people talking? Or do you build anticipation, which should make more people watch? Uh, if they know he's coming, I would... Uh, uh, what we first of all, Cody doesn't need vignettes. You know what I mean? Right. They know um, who he is. They know who he is. And uh, but I have to think in my mind, I don't think Cody left in a bad way. So it wasn't like he was getting beat by everybody before he left. Or if he was, I don't remember. And I watch all the time. So I think he just decided he wanted to try something else, and he was successful at it. And you know, Vince rewards success. He never said anything bad about the WWE. He never, I don't remember that I know, you know, they may have had some trademark argument issues, but that, that's life. And I mean, but I think Cody will, will perform at a high level. He's young. He looks great. And I just think, once again, I would let the crowd dictate what he's going to be and all he's going to do. Because this is a kid that's got a whole new roster of people to wrestle.
Yeah, I think it's going to be terrific. And, Nate, what about that neck tattoo he has? I think you should have got a neck tattoo back in the day. I, maybe I will tomorrow. I think it'll be awesome. Well, what, Although, what, it, what, what does it say? Maybe Tom Brady, number 12. <laughs> TB12. TB12. Although, like we've always said, Nate, you don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. <laughs> wow, I know. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. By now, you know that everything is crazy overseas and well, that's created some volatility in the market. We actually saw rates tick down a little bit this week. We don't know how long it'll stay that way. All the experts are predicting that there is going to be a rate hike this month in the month of March. Some are saying 25 basis points. Others are saying 50. What does that mean? It means waiting will cost you money. And by the way, I want to mention this is still a once in a lifetime opportunity just based on your real estate values. You see, all of a sudden your house is worth considerably more more than it was just a couple of years ago. And as a result, you can use that newfound equity to change your life. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners take their 30 year loan and pay it off in half the time. And how can they afford to do that without their payments going sky high? We get rid of all their other debt. And I mean it as a heads up. What would you do if you had no credit card debt? Just like that. It was all paid off. How much easier would life be if those car payments whoop, they're out of here. No more car payments. That is the story that we're able to help our friends and family with at SaveWithConrad.com. You see, the interest you pay on your credit cards, not tax deductible, and sky high. The interest you pay on your car loans. Buddy, where is that going? What if we could restructure all of your debt, use some of this newfound equity, and at the same time, get you out of debt faster? You see, what we're talking about is reducing the time on your mortgage. Yes, we're going to get you a great rate, but if you're in a 30-year loan, think about what your life looks like 30 years from now. Man, life gets a lot easier when you're completely debt-free, and that's what we want to help you do. And by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And oh, as a heads up, if you've been thinking, hey man, I like my house, but my kitchen's kind of outdated. What if we could get you the cash you need to turn your average kitchen into something your wife loves and it wouldn't change your monthly payment at all. Why wouldn't you do that? You see, you'd be reinvesting back in your own property. That's going to make your house worth even more. And oh yeah, you can do it with cheaper monthly payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Now I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to go check out our reviews for yourself. See what some of our new family members are saying at ConradReviews.com. You'll see there we've got over a thousand verified reviews. Our average rating is 4.72. And if we were a restaurant with a thousand reviews and a 4.72 rating, I know where you're eating dinner and I know where you need to do your next loan. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's SaveWithConrad.com.
Now, uh, we got some tweets from fans we want to go over. That's always very enjoyable. So let's start with one from Kevin, who says, what are Rick's thoughts on Magnum TA? I thought that feud was going to be epic before his accident happened. Oh, he's a great kid. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen in, in the business. I was a great man of Alabama. I can remember if it was yesterday when he, uh, I got off the plane and in Charlotte, the, you would have thought that Elvis Presley was in the hospital. I mean, it was that big. Wrestling was so big in Charlotte in the 80s. And, and I remember they just, uh, was just terrible. I went to see him when he was in, having been on life support, the, the, the type that I was on, and Scott with, with the, the, put the tube down your throat and that. He was in one of those, in the old iron tank. Do you remember those? Oh, the iron lock. Yeah, he was in one of oh. those, and he was completely paralyzed for 30 days before he had any movement at all. And the only way he could communicate and get an earth to come over was with a, with a, he hit a tongue depressor. It was, oh, just, it, it killed the, the seal like that. Uh, could Magnum work a long match? He worked a lot of squashes, and if he had had that program with you, uh, a little more would have been required. How would that part have gone? Oh, he could work. Magnum could work. I think it, I think Megan might have been being considered. I know it does feel like as a as a potential world champion. Oh, I think that if he would have not got hurt, he would have got the world title at some point, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He would have had to travel a little bit more and go out and not go through what I did by just having wrestled guys in the Carolinas, which he could really make you look better than you thought you were. As my experience personally, they would they, the the way that. They would have had to send them all and work, you know, all the other territories for six months before it would have been successful for him. Or he would have got the same thing. He would have got the title and he would have taken off and wrestling guys that not as, as, as good as the kid, I mean, as good as the kid in the Carolinas, which was loaded. I mean, from Dusty to Ricky Moore, I mean, that name of Bobby Orton, Slater, Jesus, the Road Warriors, I mean, we had to stay in. It would have been a very competitive situation for him. Well, he did a lot of really memorable stuff. I remember his best of seven with Nikita Koloff was big. The stuff with Tubby was unbelievable. The I Quit. Yes. I, I watched that I Quit once or twice a year. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. Real good. Yeah. No, he was there, but once you get it, Tully, world-class wrestling. I mean, it's it, it just, I'm just saying, if I, I think for him to have been really successful if he were to become the world champion. They would have had him travel a little bit. I, that's what I would have suggested. Here's a tweet from Tommy. Who was the champ's favorite announcer to interview with, and would you rank the top three? I, I think I know, Nate, but go ahead. Favorite interview with Gene Oakland. Absolutely. What made him good? Me, Gene. <laughs> he always had the right question. He always had the right look. He always... Uh, you know, I had put his two cents in, which made it great. Um, the big difference between an in-ring announcer and you talking to somebody than a guy calling the matches. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, by the way, I, you know, kind of hell of an interview Monday night or Friday night? Our buddy, McAfee. Oh, yeah. Well, Pat, Pat, when it comes to the microphone, yeah. Pat's no, 100% foolproof. It, it was fabulous. He walked down the ramp and he tore him up again, man. I love it. I, 
I was really excited about this WrestleMania. Oh, I am too. And we got some stuff to talk about that uh, a little bit later. You know, I'm banned from McAfee's show. Why? I don't know. I'm, I'm like shadow banned. We're still friends. But like I kind of offend the brotherhood, you know, with NFL players. So I'm not on very much anymore. You know, I was Pat's first guest ever on his show. Really? Yeah. So you're but banned like down. Shadow band, like he, there's no formal band. It, like, and Pat and I are still really good friends. He just, I did a charity hockey tournament here not too long ago. He contributed five thousand bucks. He's a great guy, but like, you know, his his show's so NFL friendly, and I am not really. So yeah. there you go, no hard feelings. Yeah, and he'll probably hear this and have me on. So there you go. But I, I, <laughs> I, I think I think his stuff. You better have me on that. Let me once to get a number. Oh no question. I think. <laughs> I think that it is stuff in wrestling is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, unbelievable. I couldn't agree with you more. You know what I always hey, say when he's hey, on? Hey, he might be full-time next year. <laughs> oh, no question. You know what I always say when Pat's on my show, Rick? What? I always say, let's welcome a man who took my broadcasting and wrestling careers and eclipsed both inside of six weeks. <laughs> That's great. Now, uh, okay, here's one from Keith. Uh, who or what ever made Ollie Anderson laugh? That's a good question. Did you ever see Ole Anderson laugh? Uh, yeah, I know. When I first met him in that laugh, we traveled together and he'd laugh once in a while. But he just, um, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, how to explain what happened to Ole. I, it, it, I don't know. Very, very interesting guy. I mean, I remember when he got that lawsuit in Cleveland over that fan. He just, he literally just, um, Went underground for a while because I can't remember the, the, the circumstances, but he just only just what his guy just completely did his own thing. Well, then he got an illness. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it MS or muscular dystrophy? I forget which one it was. MS. Yeah, and that certainly took its toll. And mm -hmm. you know, sad story. Very sad yeah. story. Yes. Only yeah. was just a different cat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one from Joe. Are you guys fans of MMA? Uh, I'm not, except for bots that involve the very big names like Brock or, or McGregor. How about you, Nate? I, I enjoy it. I do. I, of course, I like, I, I was much more interested in it when Brock was there or Ronda. Um, oh, R Ronda too, right, exactly. Uh, I used to I used to like Liddell, Tito Ortiz. Uh, I'm just not as familiar with the guys anymore like I used to be. I don't watch it. But, I mean, to me, Ronda was just tremendous, as, and Brock was tremendous, and... You know, that I, I guess I was more familiar with them, and you know, I thought Ronda, Ronda could very possibly, I think, be the biggest star in the history of the business. Oh, I think she probably was. And she, and probably, I, she probably could go back right now and get a huge payday. Yeah. I think why she started losing was because she got tired of it. It was too easy for her for so long because she was so much above everybody else, and then some girls came along that kind of caught up and maybe took advantage. I don't want to say complacency because that sounds bad, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's kind of like just one bad day. Yep, yep. Yeah, but, but I mean, she came back and, uh, you know, I think that she was so successful that she decided, I, I think, I think that the WWE was already trying to work with her to come over. So you never know what, what the mindset is there, but I certainly respected her. I really looked forward to every time she uh, competed, just like I'm looking forward to seeing her, uh, against Charlotte in uh, Dallas. Well, I will say, Nate, I was in Vegas last year to see McGregor versus Poirier. Yeah. 
And there's nothing like the UFC atmosphere live. It really is like the Roman Coliseum. Yeah, I've only been to a couple. Uh, one of my favorite, of course, was um, um, the key you just mentioned again. Yeah, it's kind of a bad fight. Um, was it the second fight? I think I watched it at Jay Z's place in New York. Nate Diaz and uh, the kid from Ireland. Oh, McGregor. Yeah. Was that, yeah. was that fight number two that he won? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It got it up. What a fight that was, huh? And wow. McGregor's, McGregor's money. I mean, yeah. he's just, yeah. He, he's, he's a pro wrestler doing MMA and he's good at it. Yeah. You think he'll come back? I think he's going to try. I'm surprised he hasn't ended up in WWE. I, I would think, I think the size is a big issue. You're probably right, but what about a short-term thing? I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. He doesn't, he, he doesn't need the money, certainly. No, he's got that whiskey thing going that's like a, yeah, a yeah. billion-dollar type of deal. Yeah. And that's without you drinking any of it. Imagine if he had brought it out back in the 80s. I know, and I don't even like that kind of liquor. I do I was drinking it now. <laughs> Here's one from Andrew. Nature Boy, I was a 1980s Greensburg Coliseum kid. Never missed a show. Even waited out back to watch you guys leave. What's your greatest Greensboro memory? Oh boy! Oh, it'd have to be. If I, if I said anything less than Stargate '83, I'd be lying. But I, I have a thousand Greensboro memories. I love that town. Well, Greensboro was your home turf, wasn't it? Yeah. That was like Greensboro, that was Greensboro was our Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and that that was like your your home field. I mean, that was where. Yeah. You know, they, they, like, even when you were the most hardcore heel, they loved you. Yep. Yep. It was the best. You know what I remember about Greensboro? That was where guys, when the horsemen came together, that was where guys in the front row first started wearing suits. Every guy, yeah, I know. That, that's, and it went everywhere. Yep. It was a very, very special time in life for all of us. We, uh, we've gone up there before. I can remember our and I and Tony driving, and the traffic was backed up four miles on Holden Road. You get, sentim- you get sentimental when you talk about Greensboro. I'm noticing that. Not sentimental. I just wish WCW killed it down. I was there one time, and I, of the 36 guys advertised on the card, 16 didn't show up. Wow. Well, you know what else killed just, Greensboro, just, too? Just didn't want to come to work. They never should have moved Starcade out of Greensboro. Absolutely. They moved it to Chicago. They got that bright idea. Starcade should have been in Greensboro every single year. Thank you. Now, here's like, one. Like for, I said, if we had stayed east of Chicago, yep. we'd still be in business. Now, here's a great tweet from Toothpaste. He says, what's the highest bar tab he's seen and who paid it? I can't wait to hear this answer. Highest bar tab I've ever seen? Yeah, and who paid it? Recently? No, anytime, all time. Hmm. I better have to talk to my account and I'll answer that next week. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I didn't I didn't see the bar tab at your seventieth birthday party, but that has to be a contender. Oh, absolutely, God. Well, the bar tab for my seventy third was pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one from Jeff. Rick did many Broadways with Steamboat, and HBK and Brett had the famous Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12. 
in all of their primes, out of HBK and Brett, who does Rick think you'd have had the better hour match with? Also, how great would either HBK or Brett have been with Steamboat in their primes? I like those questions, Rick. What do you say? Love it. Love it. Again. Well, who would you have had a better hour match with in both your primes, either HBK or Brett? Well, I wrestled Brett in Ireland before. Oh, but really? I, Where? Uh, in, in Boston. Okay. Uh, but I wasn't... Uh, what am I, 10 years older than Brett? 15? Yep, yep. How old's Brett? 60, 59? I want to say Brett's 61, I think. I think he's yeah. the same age as me. Okay, so I'm 12 years older. So I was at my prime. Um, let me think. Well, they both would have had phenomenal matches with Steeple. Let's, let's just start with that. They both would have been great. But I think... Uh, because I, I just think Sean was so damn good, man. I mean, Sean is the best in-ring performer I've ever seen, except for Ray Stevens and people that know who Ray is. So, in-ring, babyface, he'll hit Sean Michaels. I think so, too. By the way, Steve Kaufman, our crack producer who makes the show tick, he just uh, texted to me that Brett is 64. Yeah, so he's 10 years younger than me. Yeah, the way to the match, but I was—I surely wasn't. You know, you want to see her at your peak. I, I had my last match with Sean. I was fifty-nine, but um, I was just lucky at that point. I was, you know, I remain I, to this day fairly injury-free. So I, I'll take every day be a good day in that respect. Um, but I, uh, I think the both red and uh, um. I'm surprised Brett never wrestled Steamboat because they were up there together. But Brett, uh, Brett and Steamboat and Sean and Steamboat would have been phenomenal. Only one Brett, rookie Steamboat. Brett's got to be happy the Calgary Flames are doing so good. They're they're a legit contender. Yeah, you told me that. Wow. Yeah, it must be. I'll see him at the uh, at uh, WrestleCon. Now here's one for Three Rivers Gastro. Uh, what recommendations do you have for weight training for a man in his 60s? Asking for a friend. Lightweight, more reps, and, and most of all, a lot of cardio. You core. still do a lot of cardio, right? Yep. A lot of core training. What's your cardio routine like, Nate, on a typical day? Now I do, um, well, I trade with Rob Johnson, this guy up in Lakeland. And I've, I'm one of these guys, I like to do as high possible intensity for a short period of time. So I'm doing, right, right now I'll run, I'll, I'll do uh, the Aerodyne bike. You know what that is? Yes. I can do 5,300 meters in 10 minutes. And then, and then on the rowing machine, the rowing machine, I can do 2,000, uh, I don't know, I don't think it's called meters or that, uh, uh, in 10 minutes. And then, but the other show is something that, that People don't believe this, and my doctor, my heart doctor, would go crazy. But um, <laughs> no, this, this is an example of where I push myself. So I'm seventy, and, and medical people will tell you you're not supposed to take your heart rate any more than any more than fifty, right? So right. my so I would be seventy plus fifty be uh, thirty eight, right? 
So this was the other day. I can't see it. What's it say? 204. Wow. Nature, you're a freak of nature. I think what I've got three you words to say. I got Do three words to it? say, Nate. Up, up a little bit. Make it up. Wow. Nate, I got three words to say. One more match. My heart doctor would go, are you out of your mind? I, the, other day, the other day I had up to um, 193. How do, how do you feel at the end of it? I feel great. But I, I know that I'm pushing the gamut, but it, it, it's hardly hard unless I'm competing with someone to work out that hard. So now here's one. Go ahead. Well, here's one from Alex. Was Scott Hall the best wrestler to never be world champion? Uh, these days that question means something different, doesn't it? Because there's so many world titles and they get moved around all the time. Back then they didn't like Ray Stevens was never world champ. No. And the answer to that question is, uh, no. There's, there's other people that were, uh, in that opportunity. Well, Ray Stevens being one of them. Exactly. Yep. Now, Nate, we still got the buildup going for WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar ripped the door off a truck. Did you see that? Yeah. No. <laughs> I like it. Larger than life. It's big guys doing big things. Yeah. WrestleMania is going to be literally bigger than ever. Yeah, SmackDown was awesome Friday night. Yeah, it was Ash a great program. Ash with the way Ron had a great segment. I mean, it was... Rolling and Brock, I mean, it's on fire. All the show is good. You see, I am so psyched about both main events. We've talked about Ronda and, and Charlotte at length, but Brock and and uh, and Roman, it, like I said, I want WrestleMania to be big, literally big. And, you know, it's big guys doing big guy business. I can't say that enough. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it's it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about, protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for GoliathLife.com, but to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath Life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. 
I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Nate, I need some predictions for WrestleMania, not match results, but other stuff. Uh, besides Charlotte versus Wanda, which match is going to be the best at WrestleMania? Um, uh, gee, I feel, I feel like Charlotte Wanda will be the best match, but I, I, I mean, the one I'm psyched up for most of what I'm sure you guys are too is, uh, is Brock and Ray, they're over. Yeah, I think for two big guys, they'll lay it out good. I think it'll yeah. be great. Both those guys can really work for big yeah, guys, I, too. Absolutely. Yeah, really and, fantastic. And they're, and they're compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be so good. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to beyond the two main events is Edge and AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, I, me too. Yeah, very much. I, I, I think that could be as good as anything on the program. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the KO... The, the KO show and uh, Steve Austin will be great, too. Yep, that'll be great, too. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think AJ's ever really gotten the credit he deserves? AJ Stowers? Yeah. He has from me. I know he has from you, and he has from me and from a lot of people, but I feel like, like, see, I, I, I hate to rip people, and, and, and this shouldn't come off as ripping people, but, like, we talk about Brian Danielson being being the best worker out there. I think AJ Stowers is in his that? league. Brian, oh, Dan- Brian Danielson is, is no AJ Styles. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so not either. Not even close. You see, but that's what I mean about him not getting credit. But I've never heard that from anybody except who. Oh, who. God. God, it's all over the place. Enough, please. I'm telling you. I, I, Brian, hey. Brian Danielson very good, but he's no AJ Styles. Come on. Well, that's what I mean about AJ not getting credit. Well, that's just one, one comment from who? I think we both know who. Who? Well, Meltzer, Meltzer named his award after him. The yeah. Brian Danielson Wrestler of the Year. Oh, he didn't name the award after me. The award named after me. No, no, no. The Wrestler of the Year is the Luthes Ric Flair Award. Yeah. The, the, the Best Worker Award is the Brian Danielson Award. Wow. Well, Ric Flair, who is, is doesn't agree with that. Well, your award's the bigger award if you need any I, of those. I, I, I think AJ, I, I think AJ Styles is. I mean, I'm this Brian Danson is very good, but he's not AJ Styles. Yeah, Sorry. Nate, I agree, and and I don't think either of us means to denigrate Brian Danielson either. No, it does it does not, but it, it's a big stretch to say he's better than AJ Styles. I agree. Well, that that's the question. He, he, I don't think he gets quite the credit he should. Does AJ now? Will Vince McMahon get involved physically? With Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, what's your prediction there? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Me I, too. Me I too. Hope, I hope he comes out. That's who he is. That that will be very exciting too. If Vince comes out and the music strutting down the ramp, man. I mean, it's golden. Well, I'll tell you who this has been great for. This whole buildup is Austin Theory. It's gotten his yeah. name out there in a yeah, big way. Exactly. And I think he's lived up to his part of the bargain, just like Pat has. Yeah. 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 I can see Austin somehow getting getting uh, Pat down, and then Vince coming out, keep the shit out of him. Yeah, you know I mean? 
And then, of course, he makes the big comeback. And uh, theory, but he doesn't get the Vince. <laughs> Vincent puts the boots to him, beats the crap out of him, and stands back. He makes the comeback on theory, and they keep it going. That's what I would well, do. From your lips to God's ears, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see Vince and uh, Pat go toe-to-toe head up in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that now. now this, we're, we're- this, this is my show. Here at the butter from Minneapolis. <laughs> it, it would be awesome. I'm a billionaire. Boy. <laughs> I think Pat's coming close, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we're less than two weeks out, and only ten matches are set for the two nights of WrestleMania. Does that surprise you? Uh, I guess those are the matches that matter most. So what now? There's only 10 matches set so far for WrestleMania, according to what I've read. Yeah. For both nights. Is, is that surprising? There aren't more set by now? Five for each night, right? Right. I love that. Well, there's going to be more matches than that, I think, though. I don't know. I, mean, I love it like that because they have, they have time. I I agree. And, and you know what? You're hitting the nail on the head just thinking out loud because that way the crowd has a chance to breathe. Yeah, that crowd has a chance to breathe. The and crowd not, doesn't and, get tired. And the matches give it time. Come on. The show okay. started. I mean, I think that vibe is great. I agree. I agree. I think you're onto something. Now, how long do you think Brock Lesnar. Because you have to factor in all the entrances and all the, you know, not the, the words about pageantry, but all the. It's such a ceremonious event that for every. The packages that play. I mean, it's. Sometimes you wonder if the match can live up to the packages. <laughs> Kevin does know these packages that are just unbelievable. And sometimes the match doesn't live up to the packaging. Uh, very rarely, but I mean, it's it just so anticipation, my guy. Uh, I mean, now, just, uh, that's, I love all that. Now, how long are Brock and Roman going to go? What should they do? They don't usually work short matches per se, but uh, I think they can go long if it's requested of them. They both can. They're both in excellent condition. Well, what would you do, though? How would you book it? Well, like I said last week, I make sure they have at least 30 minutes. I think they could do a real good 30-minute match. I think there would be a lot of, you know, bells and whistles. I think Heyman gets involved. I think stuff like that, the Usos. But I think 30 minutes sounds about right. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I, I just think both main events should have at least 30 minutes. Uh, 30 I, minutes of wrestling, not including, we talked about this last week, not including right. the injuries. My God, I'd give I'd give Ronda and, and Charlotte 45. Yeah. Why not? I think it'd be great. Nate, what's the preparation process like for a big match, like a main event at WrestleMania or, or, or you know, when you wrestled Starcade? Who has input? How much is laid out? How much is even rehearsed? Oh, gosh, they're, they're going to be, they're, they're, they go in probably on uh, two, they go in right after Raw, and they probably are there. You know, I would say five days of preparation. And how much is rehearsed in the ring? Um, a lot, a lot, but it's not, 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 not so much the match is, but I mean, everything is rehearsed, but it's just, it's one of those things that has to be flawless. And it, and that is from the camera work to the notes table and the performers. I mean, it, it's the biggest deal. And to me, it's about, I enjoy it more than I do. 
I love the Super Bowl. I know it's great, but because I'm a wrestler, I love WrestleMania. It's huge. Now, uh, who who has the most input on on a big match? Is it Vince? Is it the participants? Is it an agent? Is it Hunter? Well, I guess not anymore, but but who has the most input, like, say, on a main event at Mania? I would say Vince. And he's very hands-on? I, I, I'm sure. I think he takes other people's thought that he thinks are, are smart in the consideration, but ultimately he makes, makes the decision. That, that's, that's been my experience. Now, every match has an agent, a producer. When did that start? Because it used to be just uh, up to the guys, wasn't it? Um, oh, they've had agents and producers since 2000. But before that, it was the guys, right? No, I have, and no, it was just like Pat and Patterson. They had just a few guys, but now, no, it's produced. It's, and, you know, there's a writer and a producer everywhere with it. So it's, it, it's very well, very well put together. Who was it's the a, most hot? Huh? Who was the most highly regarded agent or producer to your experience? In in the history of, the, of my experience there? Yeah. Well, I think Johnny Ace did really good. I think um phew, boy, over the years I've seen some they've had some greats. I mean trying to think right now. Um Michael Hayes really good. And Michael you know, will have his hands involved in three or four matches directly, but they also, people will come to Michael for ideas and suggestions. Same thing with Hayes. Um, um, and that's what, you know, that's where it's good for everybody to be able to get along on the same page. I'm not familiar with all the producers now that take, change some in and out, but, um, yeah, it, it's it's very well thought out. They have so many meetings during the day to make sure they're on the same page. And, and that, that, that goes for Ron SmackDown, too. Now, Nate, before we wrap this up, I got to talk some NFL because we got problems here in Pittsburgh. Deshaun Watson went to the Cleveland Browns. Are they a contender now? Hell yes. Hell yes. Good for him. $230 million. Guaranteed. Every cent guaranteed. Yep. Biggest guarantee in NFL history. Uh, I think he's going to get suspended for a bit because of what happened in Houston. But, boy, I, I I think it's tough to imagine him not having major impact the minute he steps on the field. Couldn't agree more. He's fabulous. 20, is this 24 or, 20, or 20, 25 years old? Right. Who's now, now, we know Brady's the best guy, and I'm sure he'd rank Aaron Rodgers second. Who's the next best three quarterbacks in football after Brady and Rodgers? The kid from L.A., the kid from Buffalo, Stafford. the kid from Buffalo, and the kid from, from San Diego. Josh Allen and uh, L.A. Chargers. Uh, what's his name? Justin Herbert. Yep. I love Justin Herbert. Yep. What about Mahomes? Where's he fit in? Oh, he's in there too. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to leave him out. I just, I, I would go, um, I would go in terms of, um, I would go, um, now I've, I've thought about this. I would go, uh, with the top three and at any given day are Brady, um, 
Rogers and Mahal. And then the, the, the Josh Allen, Herbert, and uh, Deshaun Watson, where they're right there. I mean, it, it, you have to be very good, period, to play, be a starting quarterback. But those five guys, I mean, that's, they're really good players and getting well, better. It, it's kind uh, of a golden age for quarterbacks, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's anybody smarter than Tom Brady. And his, our velocity is as good as the number like that. So until somebody proves it wrong, and of course, Rogers has got an arm like a cannon. I, I, he's just amazing. He's just so flick of the wrist, man. I hate that he lost in the receiver to um, the Raiders. Um, yeah, Devontae Adams. Yeah, I hate that. But um, I still think uh, he got a hell of a deal. He deserves it. I think Arrow played real well. You brought up a good point a couple of weeks back about how much arm velocity means. And oh, a lot it's of everything. people think you could make up for that, but that's that's why Ben's not playing. That's yeah. why Drew Brees stopped playing. Yeah. That's what killed Peyton Manning at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you can keep that, you can fake everything else. Yeah, exactly. And if they're smart, Tom Brady's a thinking machine. He doesn't get enough credit for being, he doesn't miss it. He, he very rarely would, would miss a read, I would assume. And we know what that means for the fans that don't. That means he knows where every receiver is. Yep, yep. What happens to Baker Mayfield? I think Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback, but I think Baker kind of got hard done by in Cleveland. Yeah, I don't know. I, I liked Baker, but I only met him one time. He's a real nice guy. I, I was Cleveland. If I was Pittsburgh, I'd grab Baker Mayfield. Yeah, but the thing is, he's his contract's up at the end of the year, and he's going to want huge, huge money. I don't know if he gets it now. I don't know either. But he, 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 I, I think he's in a position now where he, he's not, not probably not able to ask for huge, huge money. But if he wants to play, he'll take money and then prove on a one-year deal and then ask for huge money next year. Well, Nate, here's the problem. The Browns got Watson. Cincinnati got Joe Burrow. Baltimore has Lamar Jackson. And by the way, Burrow, they just reloaded the offensive line in, in yep. Cincinnati. So, yeah. Three. Three yep. great offensive linemen. Three, yeah. And that's all they were lacking. And they that's got, all they were and lacking. And they got that tight end signed up, so they're going to be a handful. Well, who's going to be better, Cleveland or, or Cincinnati? It's going to be very close with that offensive line and with those additions. What about the Steelers? Can they compete with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback? No. Well, that's certainly not, to the not, point and not, probably very not, accurate. Not, not, not with those two teams. I know. I'm probably yeah. not Baltimore. Baltimore's got Lamar Jackson. Exactly, still. yeah. I mean, I'm not leaving Lamar out. I'm just going out what I saw last year. No, no question. Yeah. And finally, Nate, last thing. How bad are the L.A. Lakers? What happened there? And the funny part is LeBron's playing great. He's putting up huge numbers, and it's not enough. Well, you know, look, one player can't do it, but all I can tell you is that he, he passed multiple you know, Carl Malone's record, he's broken every record there is to break. He's got maybe, maybe he'll break Jabari's before he's done. He had 38 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists last night. I, the Lakers need to regroup, but it's not LeBron. LeBron's great. Nate, I'll tell you it, one record LeBron will never break. Never. What's that? 16 world titles. Well, it should be 17. Let's get serious. It should be like 23. I don't. We got to set that. You know what, H One one week on this show, we're gonna go over all the title changes that, that supposedly don't count. Because I want to count them. Exactly. I want to count them. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs>
Nate, this was great as always. God bless. <laughs> and I and I gotta say, you look terrific. It's great to hear about your training regimen. You look you. seriously. You look healthier every week. I am. I'm drinking less. Are you really? Just a Mick Ultra red wine. That Mick Ultra. I mean, I'm a Coors Light guy, but Mick Ultra is a good stand. Not bad, man. Not bad. I, I look like I could drop any second too. <laughs> Bye. Nate, thank you again. Give him one more. Thank you, sir. Woo! <laughs>